Okay, just a nice happy time. Hallelujah. How you doing? Uh, another Joel's bar, you know, just drunk on the Holy Ghost. Real stupid, real dumb. Very, not very educated, you know. What? How'd these people get so bald, you know? They're so freaking stupid. One guy says, I really like his preaching, but he's such a tool. <laughs> another guy said, after listening to that sermon, I want to go to hell. <laughs> it is funny. It's hilarious because these are all the things that Jesus Christ has to listen to inside your unrenewed minds, what human beings think. And don't be like, oh, I'm good. I don't think thoughts like that. Yeah, you're a liar. Only the mind of Christ thinks perfect thoughts continuously. And I tell you the truth. You've been born of the Spirit in here. That don't mean that you got it up here. We've been doing this thing by the millions for so long that it's like so rare to find someone that's got the bright morning star shining through their forehead. It's like, how did you even get here? Like, who are you? Are you an angel? I've, had, I've actually asked people before because I was so astonished by their faith. <laughs> just random people I'd meet, you know, just walking the Twin Cities or traveling around the country, whatever. Be like, are you an angel? Are you a wizard? <laughs> That's not funny. Don't make fun of the second heaven's magicians, you know, they're sensitive human beings too. Warlocks have feelings also. Just because I sacrificed my son on an altar to Lucifer doesn't mean I can't be emotional. <laughs> you gotta laugh at it. As it's written, Psalms 2-4, The Lord is enthroned in the heavens, and He laughs at all His enemies, holding them in supreme contempt of court. Because the heavens are His throne and the earth is His footstool. Sit at my right hand until I make all your enemies in your souls a footstool for your feet. Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. Aren't you glad we're in the new covenant and not the covenant of self-efforts? Not the covenant of works? Do you guys really realize that's what the old covenant was? What you could do in your human nature? That was the old covenant of Moses? Bible calls that covenant like a really bad covenant. It killed everybody. The Bible says that in the Apostle Paul's writings. That covenant was the ministry of death. Can you imagine still being a human worker of death 2,000 years after we've been in the new covenant? What kind of reptile thing and creature of Sodom and Egypt that would have to be to still be a human worker of religion? What they've grown themselves into apart from the river of life is birds and reptiles of Satan and his angels. They've developed as fallen creatures in the seed of Herod and the seed of the Pharisees. It's a seed called the words of religion and the words of politics. It is written. Herod, politics, Pharisees, religion. That is the entirety of human mankind. <laughs> Humanity. Yep, it's true. Oh, what I thought I had something good in my soul. Nope, that was a demon of self-righteousness. Deceived again.
Why do you call me good? No one's good except my father. How can you say that, Jesus? Isn't even Jesus good? I mean, what the heck? Are we that fallen? <laughs> Are we that fallen? Are we that sinful that all our righteousness is like used tampons? It is written in Isaiah. Ew. Nasty stuff. No wonder why they sawed him in half with a wooden saw right through his stomach, Isaiah the prophet. The religious. <laughs> Just cut him in half with a wooden saw right through his stomach so he could be in the maximum amount of pain. That's how Isaiah was martyred. You know, they murdered all the prophets, you guys. And then after they were murdered, then they boasted about their words. As long as they could control it in their human brains, they were cool with it. They're called demons. <laughs> you know, it's like the assemblies of God boasting about Smith Wigglesworth. But when Smith Wigglesworth was around, they called him a false prophet and an antichrist and a devil and did everything they could to fight Smith Wigglesworth in the assemblies of God. But then when I went to Assemblies of God Bible College, he's our hero, and we embrace him 100% as, you know, the guy of our denomination. Religious people everywhere. It's the human nature. It's the sin nature. It's the seed of the Pharisees. And it hits every heart and every mind. The only reason why I can sit here and talk like this right now is because I'm forgiven by the blood and a river of life runs through me. Only the Holy Spirit can say, Hey, this is a sin-free zone. He uses sinners saved by grace and a river of perfect light flows through us so we can speak the word of God. I mean, no one is better than anyone down here. And that is what we're dealing with. The pride of religion, that you're better than anyone because of what you've done in your human nature, in your human works, in your human thoughts in your human minds, in your human bodies. Old covenant actions today are nothing less than witchcraft and sorcery. Almost all ministers of Christianity are witches and warlocks. And there's mixture. It's not like they're knowingly practicing sorcery, but when you encourage the human nature and its human abilities to do good, you're encouraging witchcraft. Sure, then, yeah, you're encouraging people to become self-righteous, egotistical narcissists. You're encouraging Lucifer's pride. But when you encourage them to be crucified with Christ and come into the river, which means repent, you're encouraging the blood sacrifice become their heart and mind reality. And that's what we encourage, called the new covenant of what He did. And it is finished works. It is finished works. I know people have abused everything that's ever been true. And there is weirdness everywhere. But when you're in the river of life, there's no weirdness in the Holy Spirit. He's the perfect faceless man. He's the paraclete. He's the comforter. He's the helper. He is the Lord. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 3 says, The Holy Spirit is the Lord. That revelation is so critical to every single one of your Christian growth. Growths. <laughs> your precious Christian growths. That you know the Holy Spirit. There's no other way to grow. And it will be ugly. It will never be pretty. It will never look like you have it together. You will become more undignified than this if you want to go to the next degree of glory. 
There's no way of holding on to respectability and growing spiritually because you have to lose your human minds to gain the mind of Christ. There's no options there. You trade your human nature and you gain the Christ nature. Anything still human about you, and I'm not talking about your bodies. I mean, Jesus had a human body, but he's perfect Messiah. Okay, it has nothing to do with your body. I'm talking about your spirit and your soul and your mind. The flesh counts for nothing, it's just stardust. It's inanimate objects, that it means nothing. What matters is what's inside your bodies, called your hearts and your minds, your spirits and your souls. That's, what, that's what's important. <laughs> that's what counts. That's what we're dealing with. We're not dealing with flesh. Any value in the flesh is demonic possession. We're dealing with hearts and minds. And the cleaner, the brighter, the easier, the lighter. The more He shines through in an ever-increasing degree of glory by grace. And the end result, my friends, is the resting throne of grace right behind the skin of your forehead. As it's written, Do not harm the trees until Jesus Christ is written on their foreheads. Right here. It's called your mind. The mind is the gate of the body, and the body is a temple of either light or darkness. Who lives in you? The Bible says, if your body be full of light, be careful that that light is not darkness. Jesus Christ, red letters. If your body is full of light, be careful that that light that you think is God is not actually Lucifer, starlight, creation, religion. And that's the sin of the Luke 15 older prodigal son that weeps and gnashes his teeth at the forgiveness of the Luciferian light in his soul called religion. Religion is being possessed by Lucifer, Satan. Every time Jesus dealt with someone who had Satan in their soul, they were being religious. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I mean, it's just constant. When he was dealing with sicknesses and diseases, he said, foul spirit, come out. And he was saying, unclean spirit, come out. But when he was dealing with religion, he always addressed it in the Bible as Satan. True story. <laughs> so you're dealing with the realm of Satan. You're dealing with the realm of the accuser of the brethren, the fallen cherubim, Lucifer. You're dealing with the throne of darkness. That's the chief of all darkness, Beelzebul. Satan, king of the demons. That's what Beelzebul means. You're dealing with the realm of self-righteousness and pride of their father, the devil, of what the human can do and the human abilities in starlight apart from the throne of grace. Trampling his blood sacrifice underfoot. It's that severe. It's that real. And that's why the religious spirit is the most evil, deceptive spirit in all Satan's kingdom. Because it builds starlight, that light of self-righteousness, that light of ego, that light of self, all up in the soul and tells them that that's the Holy Spirit. That's why the Christians are the most deceived people in the entire world right now. Because that's what Satan did. And most of the ministers, most of the Christians, almost all of them are utterly clueless that that's actually what transpired. That's when they encounter that's why when they encountered the throne of grace, they call that light that they don't know about, that, that, that light that they thought they had, they call that light 
fallen angels and demons, and they call that Satan. They call the light of the glory of God the devil instead of the light of self-righteousness and Lucifer's pride in them of religion the devil. That's why it says, Woe to those who call what is evil good and good evil, because they're completely backwards, because the light in them is actually darkness, as it's written. That was one of the main things Jesus Christ warned his Israelite brothers and sisters about, that they be not deceived with Lucifer's starlight. Don't be filled with creation in your soul. Be filled with the Creator in your soul only. That is your life and your death of your entire houses, I tell you the truth. Those that exchange that false light, that religious light, that pride light, for His glory light, will thrive now. Come to the waters and drink and have the real light of Jesus Christ, the light of the Lamb, fill your whole souls with the seven spirits of God, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the Spirit of glory. Amen. And you'll be totally delivered from religion. And that will cause a great awakening worldwide. I mean, it's as easy as trading in the light you think's light that's actually darkness for the third heaven light of the throne of grace. And then after that happens, you'll have a resting throne of grace right on your forehead, which means you'll be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen? We're not led by the Bible. We're led by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's what's written in the Bible, so I know that's the truth. They'll be led into all truth by the Holy Spirit. And then you want to test the Spirit. Yeah. Was Jesus crucified? Did Jesus die? <laughs> Did Jesus come in the flesh? No! Baker's doesn't. We are 13. Jesus Christ, test the spirits. Holy Spirit, drive out demons. If by the Spirit of God we drive out demons... If by the Spirit of God we drive out sorcery, if by the Spirit of God we drive out all Satan and the Christians in America, then you know the kingdom of heaven has come up upon you. Amen. <laughs> then you know the kingdom of heaven has come upon you. And there will be much more grace, don't worry. We'll smooth it all out like butter as we deal with human brains that need to be incinerated by the seven blazing torches. You can have all this stuff in the Spirit, but when you proclaim a thing and decree it into the natural realm to establish it, you're going to deal with principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions, all spiritual wickedness of religion. Chiefly, Christian religion. Every Freemason I've ever met has been a Christian. 100%. The most powerful sorcerers in the entire world are all Christians. Many of them are actually pastors. And they make sure that that light that they put in you is darkness. And you should be very concerned about it because that is the reason why you have struggled and had so many problems is because of the deception that the light that is in us is actually darkness. That's why we're so double-minded, unstable in our, all our ways and have so much trouble following the Holy Spirit because every spirit in Babylon tells you He's the Holy Spirit. And there's 200 million evil spirits here. Which was the Holy Spirit? Well, the one that lives in your heart. The one that was crucified on the cross. And you grow the Holy Spirit in your heart all the way up through your soul and that light 
drives out all false light of religion and self-righteousness everywhere. And that great light of the bright morning star, the King of glory, the throne of grace, will cause tremendous harvest now because people have wanted this. And religion has blocked the way for the third heaven reality to be on earth. And I've seen it in the best churches. It has grieved me so much. The situation in this universe is beyond understanding of how bad Satan and his angels are. How deceptive the sorcery is. That even the elite could be deceived, it is written. And I have watched my friends, apostles and prophets in the glory stream be deceived. During the last five years, I mean, my God, have you watched what's happened? Have you watched what's happened in the prophetic and the apostolic and the glory people? I mean, it's like, whoo! That verse is fulfilled, guys. That verse is fulfilled. That they're in the glory speaking in tongues, but they haven't overcome the world yet, and there's still a mixture of starlight Satan in their souls so that they call the greater glory the devil. They call the manifestation of the sons of God the devil and false teaching and the devil and demons and every little lying excuse they can possibly manipulate to control you away from the manifesting sons of God that set you free from Gog and Magog, that set you free from human flesh, that set you free from the entire curse. And this is Jesus Christ. This is what he died on the cross for. For many brothers and sisters to be exactly as free as he is. Free indeed. And have life abundant. Abundant life. Amen. That's the only reason he died. He didn't die so you could go to church. He didn't die so you could understand the Bible. He didn't die so you could read the New Testament and, oh, I know that's true. Every demon knows that's true. Every demon believes the Bible. That's what teaches most of you people. Religious demons. They believe every word's true. They just don't have the river of life on it, and they keep you in the spirit world of Egypt so that the river of life always looks like the devil. An angel of light come to deceive. No, it's the throne of grace. It's the king of glory. We're coming out of the great tribulation, friends. You've already all taken the mark of the beast. It's called the unrenewed mind, the carnal mind, 666, meaning I'm controlled by my human mind instead of by the king of glory, the throne of grace. That's what it means to be animalistic and beastly, and Satan is the chief of the beasts of all the field, it is written. So we're coming out of the curse. We're coming out of our human nature. We're coming out of our minds by the mind of Christ, called the bright and morning star. That is our salvation through and through. And there's no limit, there's no cap to how much glory the throne of God shines through your hearts and minds. There's no limitations. Don't listen to any man or woman that says, well, you can't have that degree of glory. That's too much glory. You can't have that much salvation, that much favor, that much freedom, that much love, that much joy. Can't be happy all the time. Need to be miserable sometimes. Don't listen to these liars. As it's written, let God be the truth and every man is a liar. Amen. Because the human nature is just a ball of confusing lies. Only in the Christ nature of the river of life is there any mental clarity at all. And we have the Christ nature. 
in us. It's not out there. Christ in you, the hope of all glorious things. Be transfigured by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the living word. It's the prophetic word alone from the throne of grace that causes the morning star, the mind of Christ, to rise in your hearts and possess your entire minds with seven blazing torches proceeding through your foreheads. I tell you the truth. That is the mind of Christ, the resting throne of grace right here in your minds. Filled, possessed, and controlled by the Holy Spirit is every single Christian's inheritance worldwide. And then we will be one, even as Jesus and the Father are one. There will be no divisions at all, because we all rally to the same King of glory, the author of life, the bright morning star. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. Support this ministry, redlerman.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Hallelujah.